Good morning to the latest edition of Estate Agents Podcast, episode 799, almost at episode 800. So very exciting. Kindly join this morning from Luke. Remember you from last week. I'm not yeah. sure who that, is, who that other fellow is. Remind me, what's your name? Good morning, gents. How are we? Very well. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. Just adapting to uh, to my new normal. Um, and uh, yeah, apologies, I didn't make last week. I just needed I needed a lay in. I needed some family time. So. Um, sure, and we're always this morning by Mr. Kevin Ellis. Thanks very much, Kevin, for joining us. Good morning, Mr. Watkin. Don't know who's calling a big girl's blouse, but good morning. Tim, good morning. Hope you're doing well. Marcel, morning. Thanks for joining us. Anton, God knows what he's saying. Word up. What's that in English, please? It's a, Birm it's a Birm Birmingham thing. It's probably from the Salesforce. Okay. <laughs> Don't go there. Oh, my word. No. We're popular this morning. Morning, Mr. Tyler. Thank you. Morning, Andy. I'm off on the run. Thanks very much. Enjoy your run. As long as it's 10, 10 kilometres. We expect you back here in the next 30 minutes to come and tell us how well you've done, a wise one. Morning, Tom. Thanks for joining us. So, Andy Overman. Stephen Brown, Luke Sinclair. First week, first two weeks. How's it been? In your yeah, so hopefully we, yeah, so hopefully we are moving, well, we will be Sorry. moving into the Morning, office. Morning, Abigail. Thanks for joining us. That was too much of Andy. Right, Luke, how's your week? <laughs> Well, special birthday mention to um, Lisa Novak as well. Um, and we do have Lisa coming on the show at the end of November. Um, she's very much in demand, but there's a reason she said she couldn't come on this weekend. And now we've found out it's her birthday. So, uh, so uh, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, Lisa. Andy, sorry for so rudely interrupting you. How's your first yeah, I get used to it. Luke. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Manic. Um, so we should be in the office on Monday. We've got the final piece of tech coming, so we'll be up and running in the office. Um, put my second listing live, and we've got viewings on it already. Sold the first listing within a week. We've got terms and conditions out on three more, which will be coming to the market before year end. So yeah, it's been um, an interesting start. Um, we're getting really well noticed on video. So um, Jason Heitman, uh, our marketing manager, has been doing a fantastic job um, editing everything that's been shot. So um, you know, a lot of people when I'm I walked into Tesco's yesterday and they were like, "Oh Christ, we can't can't turn on the computer without seeing you these days." So um, you know, lots of well wishes and obviously it's something um, incredibly grateful for Luke, your generosity, uh, Steve Horsley, Sam Hunter. We've received some amazing gifts at the office. Um, and just yeah, just looking forward to getting in on um, on Monday and uh, starting on Tuesday. Good, exciting. Luke, how's your week been? Yeah, good, good. Um, we launched. Um, it wasn't planned, but um, in my normal impatient way, we launched our wall boards in the office. Um, so um, I was sitting in, in our mortgage meeting that we have on, on every Tuesday, um, staring at a computer screen thinking why don't we have wallboards visible in all the offices and then a couple of days later we've got 65 TVs on the wall and uh these wallboards that link in directly to all the key information 
into into our CRM telephone stats and and all of that, and it's having a good good effect. So, um, so that's been been busy with with that one. Um, new car turns up on Tuesday, so excited for that. Um, Come on, what are you rocking? What are you rocking? Uh, so I've gone all electric. So I've gone for the awesome. electric Jaguar. Very, 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 yeah, very, very nice. Very, very nice. nice car. Um, we've had. What's some, the range, Luke? How far can uh, you travel on on an? They say up to two hundred and eighty, but I think real world is about two hundred miles. Cool. So, okay. So can fun. I can I ask you a question? Not about electric cars because I haven't got a clue about anything to do with cars whatsoever. But what let's about emails on your phone. I've I give up. Yeah. I give up. I've got them back, and then, 30, back yeah, and then 35 seconds later, they go again. So I've got no idea what's wrong. Morning, Sharon. Thanks for joining us. So, question for you: Wall charts, okay? Yeah. So people are most probably watching this, thinking all Luke's got is 65-inch teddies up there, watching yeah. Leicester win the championship again, um, yeah. or the championship again this year. Um, morning, Michael Nettleton as well. What? What have you got um, in your wall charts, and um, what effect is that having on your colleagues? Uh, so far, it's been a positive impact upon the colleagues, and certainly on call volumes um, that we're seeing. So, if I just talk you through what we've what we're publishing, so we're we're publishing the call volumes on a daily basis, so they can see on a line graph or bar chart. Uh, and it's done in uh, high to low, so they can see who's kind of winning the day um, by person, by office, um, and then it breaks. Then it can break it down for incoming and outgoing uh, as well. We are looking at how many valuations we've booked, and that's on a, a daily basis, a weekly basis, and a monthly basis, and it cycles through these um, screens on a 30-second basis. And this is, you don't need any fancy computer with it. It just connects in with, uh, as long as the TV's got a web browser, then it will connect through to this service called Gecko Board. Um, and then it looks at how many sales have we agreed. Um, so it does that on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. We've also got things like uh, what our main key stats, so average days on market, what's the average days to get exchange of contracts at the minute, um, how many available properties have we got, so what's the value to that as us as a business, so um, we can see how many we've got to sell. Um, we've then got a bit of a valuers kind of league table, so the valuers can see how many they've instructed upon, how many they've exchanged, what the value of those are. But we've also got another little section which is quite good from rather than it just being all stats based is the website so how many visitors are on the website now how many visitors have been on the website this week and last month or this month sorry and then what have been the top properties today and what have been the top properties this month and then we then do the same for right moves so right move what were the top properties yesterday and what were the top properties so far this month so they can then see on the leaderboard and again from an office perspective hopefully it creates a bit of competition to make sure maybe that leaderboard is filled with that office's properties rather than the whole companies that creates that momentum to have the vendor's best interest to get more eyeballs looking at each property can you just thinking about what you've just said and andy touched on videos and going into tesco and everybody recognizing him could you do a daily video actually as to what has been the top property, the 
top property of the day, top home of the day, um, and sh and share that with your Leicester community. Absolutely, it's a good idea. Thank you. This is what it's all about. Yeah, um, he does have them occasionally, Luke. Yeah, Matt, he's, he's full. He's full of them. He was even talking about tech earlier, and it wasn't yeah. just about emails on his phone. There you go. So oh, okay. let's, let's come back to tech because I want to start getting some engagement from these lovely people who have got up on a Sunday morning to watch us. So I listened to a really interesting podcast this week called Landlords, Lettings and Deposit Podcast. And um, it's to do with Hamilton Fraser. I think they've got 400,000 um, landlords on their customer base and they did a survey. Um and they asked the surveyors all about lettings agents, and apparently 48,000, 48% of the landlords they contacted don't have or don't use any letting agents, which was really interesting. But I want to ask everybody a question. Can you tell me, if I was to use your managed services, how much do you charge daily for your offerings? Okay. So how much daily? Put it in the comment section and see. And if you don't know, say I don't know. But let's see if you do know the answer to, to this question. Luke, any idea? Breaking it down daily, what it would be? Um, I don't, if I'm honest. And that was um, one of the questions that we spoke about off air. And it's a very good question. And it's something we should know. So that will be uh, a quick a quick calculation um that we'll be doing to make sure we've got it going forward and then in answer to chris watkins question about gecko board is it automatic or no human interaction for us it's completely automatic so it pulls in all the information it pulls in google analytics it pulls in the right move stats um we don't apart from turning the tv on at the beginning of each day there's nothing that we need to refresh or, or anything like that and you can control what goes on each tv from your web browser as well. So if you want one office to just be focused on calls that day, you can just display the calls page if you want to all day long and then set the refresh interval from one minute up to eight hours. Okay, fantastic. So this is really interesting. Three pound 33 a day. So four or, or two pound per day or too little. So let me ask you a question. As a landlord, would you like peace of mind for £3.33 a day or £2 a day? Well, it's less than a coffee now, isn't it? It is. So how good are we having these conversations to our landlords about this? Is that good? It's very good. I'm just writing it down. Thank you. So it's just it's just interesting, you know, and how good and how good are we? And and actually, going back to when Troy came here, and we were talking about negotiating offers, and um, Troy came up with a negotiating table, and effectively, I can't remember because I don't have it in here. But for somebody to offer an extra five thousand um, pounds on their property, I think it was over twenty five years um, at an interest rate of one and a half percent. That was about one pound forty-four. Yeah, it's in there. There you go, Katie Griffin. Yeah, two pound forty-two per day average. We just don't present our fee like this, but we'll now. Thank you. Cracking idea, Stephen. Oh, good. Right, everybody. Thanks very much. Um, I'll see you all later. I've done. Thanks for watching. <laughs>
but actually you know just goes to show listening to podcasts and what you can take um from the ideas from there so here you go another idea for you so um i read this week an article about um hackney searches and for some reason they've been hacked so anybody selling properties in hackney you cannot get a search at the moment and they can't guarantee and they can't tell you how long it's gonna how long it's gonna be um my question is do people actually know what searches are do your buyers know why they're important do the sellers know why they're important okay andy you talked about video earlier okay have you done a simple educational video on searches okay also no. had um a guest with um andrew monlake on tuesday and i asked him a question um you know if i'm a first-time buyer what do i need to get my mortgage um, and he came up with five or six different things again is that another educational video you can put out there for first-time buyers that can help you and andy here's one for you you know when you take your beautiful dog for a walk yes what's your favorite part of that walk uh how do you mean I, actually it's really, I, okay i can answer that about halfway around the lap that i do just before i lose signal and have to call you back again every single time we've got the river um where the dog can run in and and uh, have a walk and generally that's where i'll maybe light a cigarette or i'll um check something on my phone because i've got decent decent signal so yeah midway okay favorite Great. part that's got to be a great story. Have you posted it on your story page to get loads of engagement? What's their favourite? What's people's favourite place? Walk in Fetford. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Morning, Rob. That's an advert we run. Works okay. Okay, interesting. Thank you. Be great if you can share it, Rob. Um, morning, Ryan. Thanks very much for joining us. Right, so that's me done. Okay, who wants to go next? Can you remind so me your remind 5, Ryan to send his prospecting sheets over as well? Sorry? Remind Ryan to send his prospecting sheets across. Ryan, can you send your prospecting sheets across? Andy, have you got a question to ask Ryan as well? So so we've got the 5,000, the weekly payment, £1.44. Okay, so I was right. But that's interesting, just breaking it all down. Um, when people are making an offer, now, do you know if you were able to offer ten thousand um, pounds? It's two pound forty-four over the course of ten years. So two pound forty-four. You know, would you like? Do you like this property enough to buy it? That's it, Tim. I'm going back to bed now. Actually, I'm going to watch a Grand Prix because the Grand Prix is going to be really exciting this morning. From what I've told, been told, watch out for the start. It's a crazy track in Turkey. <laughs> so mr overman what's on your mind today my mind um i'm buzzing actually so i had three appraisals yesterday um we've got terms out on one one signed up um and the others a bit uh, are so burned so um, yeah just looking forward like i said it's it's been a bit um it's been a bit of a journey and obviously working from home myself and my first hire abby have been working in our respective homes and this week is the week that we can actually go together 
um, into the office. So really looking forward to that. I think well, you know, I think you're more productive, aren't you, when you're with you know within a team environment where you are, you can hear the phone calls being made, and you know I just think you've got that better connection. So um, yeah, it's it's hard though, isn't it? It's been like I can't explain it. Going from employee to employer. Um, and just having those different considerations whilst also having to keep your estate agent hat on. Um, yeah, I've, 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 uh, I can't fault the support, um, you know, Asad, Vicky, the team, uh, Jason in marketing, um, Donna, um, you know, helping me with Hubble and, and, and stationery and things like that. It's, it, you know, I've, I'm part of a wonderful setup, but yeah, it's been, it's been a steep learning curve. Can I, can I ask a question? Because actually, coming back, because you were on furlough sadly for a long time, um, mate. And, that's that's been the hardest. Yeah, and this and so this is this is a question now because obviously we've gone back to to the furlough. So be interesting on here again, please, if we could have your interaction. Has anybody furloughed people um, second time round? Um, and if so, what are you doing to keep them match fit? Okay, so as and when they come back, are they going to come back hitting the ground running, um, or um, or not? So, Andy, um, you you know that's a very honest assessment. You said coming back, you found it very hard to hit the ground running. You know, for people mm -hmm. here that are watching, what again, what tips can you give to help them and their team if that's the case? I saw an interesting post about this and I can't remember who posted it, but it was very controversial and I've seen lots of posts about it subsequently, but there was somebody that was suggesting using the extended furlough to get people through the winter period, knowing that we would have leaner months coming up. Now, I'm not sure, I, I genuinely can't remember who it was. No, I think I've seen the same, but um, I can't remember you, who it was, but yeah. You were very diplomatic um marcel not furloughed any team member second time round okay so thank so thank you yeah. i mean we Thanks, we, um, we we have um we we've kept one on furlough um because yeah. their working days are saturday and the demand isn't there for viewings on a saturday and that's their job um at the minute certainly as as we've got into november and december um, but we have agreed a restart date in January for them, which will be the first um, January in um, uh, sorry, first Saturday in January next year. But we have had to furlough one because of their they're probably in the high risk category, and yeah. we'd rather have not. But I think the gen the gentleman has just celebrated his seventy first birthday, um, so from being responsible, then I don't think it's right for him to be out mixing with members of the public where he if he did contract it he could be it could be quite terminal for him so so we, we genuinely have had to and it's been great to have the government assistance to do that but we haven't done anyone else okay i didn't realize you had stephen on the payroll <laughs> so, well, i said 71 not 81 <laughs> where, where's, that mic, where's that mic top for effect not because he's been doing <laughs> yeah i've got my walking stick behind me as well on my zimmer frame now what we can see so tom mcgee agrees with you there he has a staff member is in the high risk vulnerable so they've furloughed her which is a great shout obviously i know tom you you know 
you're very community and uh, colleague minded. Um, Anton, it was John Paul, I think. So it'd be interesting if John Paul wants to come on. And, you know, is, is that something? What do we think? How do we think that sits morally with people? Should you be taking advantage of the scheme um, to protect cash flow? Um, interesting copy, uh, interesting debate. Um, depends which side of the moral fence you sit on. Um, Kate, no one furloughed, furloughed second time round, just a bit too busy currently dealing with that pipeline. How are you finding pipelines at the moment? Because, um, yeah, solicitors, that's an interesting one. Um, I've, so my first transaction is chain-free buyer, chain-free property. Um, put the deal together, just been on the phone every day and, 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 and the solicitors are like, well, I'm not sure we'll get this through by Christmas. My buyers want to be in by Christmas and they're like, well, we're not sure about that. So searches, searches were ordered on day one, they're due back on the 27th. Mortgage survey, the earliest we could get it booked was the 27th. So we've got the mortgage on the 27th, we've got the structural on the 25th. And they're still telling me with a month, a whole month after the mortgage survey has been carried out, that there's a likelihood that it may not go through before Christmas. Just nuts, absolute nuts. Well, I saw uh, Morris, Morris Kilbroud um, put out a post um, that he took on a property or he got an offer on a property late September and it completed um, last week, six weeks, um, cash buyer. So um, it just goes to show it's um, it's a broken system, isn't it? it? It really is. And actually, if you look at Hackney and what's happened there, you know, that's search mm. department's been hacked. And again, let's get some more engagement today. Um, can you all put down how long searches are taking to come back in your particular area as well? Be interesting to see what that's like um, nationwide. In fact, I think it was 20CI who posted an article um this week about searches and the time it's taking so again really interesting article and again that's something i would use with your vendors to educate them about what's going on in your area look tom 13 weeks i mean it's crazy anton eight weeks crazy um absolutely bananas um, so there you go morning jim thanks for joining us hoping he's okay um tom we're considering using furlough in December. Oh, you did, but you now disappeared. Um, hold on, Kevin, you've taken on a couple of people so um, who, were, who were furloughed. I mean, it's interesting, four weeks. Um, saw an article in the Law Society to quote stamp duty for any sales and as there will be no chance of them completing um, before the end of March, eight weeks, six weeks. What searches? <laughs> you were you missed it, Jim. We were talking about educational educational videos to the public so they can understand what video what searches are and video as well. If it's Stephen Brown, okay. So it's interesting. Searches here only taking three to three weeks. It's solicitors actually getting around to requesting them if it's a problem. We've had the week from hell to be honest. Ah, oh, Sharon, put your put your tiara on. Print you put your princess hat on. You feel a lot better. Okay, Jim's, Jim's recruiting in Scotland at the moment. Okay, really interesting to see what's going on um, in the UK and all around the UK at the moment, isn't it? Um, I mean, the other thing that I've been told, and I don't know, again, be interesting, more engagement. Has the last 10 days been a little bit quieter for you um, in your area? 
um, you know, speaking to some, well, speaking to the agents I'm speaking to, they're telling me the phones aren't ringing as much, which is giving them the opportunity to do the stuff that they haven't been doing um, previously. So it'd be interesting to know. <laughs> oh, poor old Sharon. I feel like the corpse bride this week. Come on. Let's just come on. Where's that poem? Smiling is infectious. We catch it like the flu. We all need Sharon to smile. Okay, has the last 10 days been a lot quieter? So we'll see. Let us know. Luke, what have you noticed? <clears throat> um, I mean, it's been, been a little bit up, ups, ups and downs. Um, certainly yesterday, in terms of call volumes to the offices, were a lot quieter. And uh, typically we deal with between 550 and 700 phone calls on a Saturday and we we're around the 400, 425 mark. So that's a that's a big, big difference. But what was different was the gave you the opportunity to make more outbound calls. So it's not just accepting and waiting for I think I can't remember what who someone called it but the lazy leads i.e the right move the zooplers that the on the markets or your website leads or your valpals that you've got to get on the phone to make it to make it happen um during the week Monday so normally on average we'd be around 12 1300 phone calls that dropped just below a uh, thousand but then the rest of the week was strong um, for example, Thursday, we booked in, I think it's 10, maybe 12 market appraisals um, on the Thursday. So it has been it has been its ups and downs and it hasn't kind of followed the previous Thursday. So you can't just say Thursday is a, is a busy day for people wanting to book market appraisals. Uh, viewing numbers are good. Um, but again, that's where colleagues are now being more proactive rather than having to be reactive with just battling the phones all the time. Okay, actually, so here's interesting, just thinking about this and, you know, Tom and people that are self-isolating and stuff like that. 2021 is going to be upon us very, very quickly. How many people have actually started thinking about it and come up with their plans for 2021? And I know this year, obviously, it's difficult to plan anything with, what, with what's gone on. Um, but is that an opportunity to give your furlough um, colleagues a little bit of homework, you know, what is their plan for 2021? What do they want to achieve? And then they can work on it whilst they're at home and you can do that. And, and actually, spot on. So, you know, um, quieter and income inquiries across the board, but it's actually been easier to be proactive and productive with focus on getting sales progressing done. 100%, but also, I think now's the time to be deal makers and matchmakers. So who are your hot buyers? You know, again, and I had, I've had this discussion. In fact, I had this discussion with um, a couple of agents I did some work with on Friday. And I said, you know, tell me who your five hottest buyers are, okay? Who potentially wants to be in a property before the stamp duty holiday ends? And they couldn't tell me. So again, when was the last time you sat down with your colleagues and asked them to tell you who your five hottest buyers are, okay? You know, I know um, Sharon, you've put you've put something um, there about um, less proceedable people. But actually, who are your proceedable ones? Who are your hot buyers? Who needs to who needs to move? Okay, how well do we know who they are? You know, do you ask your team um, every day? Silence. I know. Well, that'd be my question. 
Yeah, no, it's very, very, very good questions. And I mean, we've just done a similar exercise with the teams. We've got one branch left on Tuesday where it's now setting the objectives and the targets and plans for 2021 and what the office is going to do. I mean, Josh Fegan talks about it whenever he goes in to do a training session. He, he asks a couple of things is uh, who they are and what they do um, around the table and also asks, do they know what the office needs to achieve in order to survive or to, to be functional? And quite often they don't. And, and we're as guilty of that as anyone. And it's just about making sure you've got clarity around the organization then so um so we're going through that exercise now to make sure that everyone knows for next year um what we what they know they've got to achieve on an individual basis but also as a team basis okay great andy you most probably got a five-year plan already um but breaking it back have you got a plan have you already looked at next year what you need to do yeah, so part of the, the LL way um, is that we develop a personal and a professional plan for each of our team. Um, and we break that down into the 12 week year. So um, what, what do we need to be doing over the next 12 weeks to get to a level um, that, that, that will fulfill our goals and aspirations by the end of the year? Um, every member that joins has a five year vision board, as you know, um, Abby's just completed hers. Uh, and it's then about taking, you know, t taking the look at those 12 week cycles um, and breaking our, we, so we break off our calendar year into four segments of 12 weeks. So obviously, as a new startup, um, my challenge is on instructions for the first uh, for the first 12 weeks. So everything that we've geared up is around marketing, brand awareness, um, my personal awareness, because, you know, it's it's amazing. And, and I'm very, very grateful to, to the people locally who have stopped and spoke um but it's it's amazing having that seven months out that you do become forgettable um you, you know people people get used to seeing you there hi andy you know hi it's andy from xxx estate agents and and coming back into it again um there, there has been that void okay so kevin it's a bit quieter please use the time wisely to get it um to get clear on your plans for 2021 and beyond what have you learned in 2020? If you knew this time last year what was going to happen, what would you have done with plenty of notice to protect your business? Okay, so if anybody wants a plan for 2021 that asks you questions, um, send me a message and I'll send something over to you. Um, I've just got to change your dates, but I can do that. So I'll ask you what you've accomplished, what your disappointments are, what do you want to achieve in 2021? um personally and professionally um and i'll send that over to you just send me a message and i'll get that done is it now about time that we should start saying stephen that people should be writing their letter to their christmas 2021 self i know that's something that you do and you do with your mastermind groups yeah can start just ex that. explain that please so it's um i want you to imagine it's december 2021 and you write a letter to yourself. So, dear Andy Overman, in 2021, this is what I achieved. I achieved 250 sales in Fetford. Okay, I got the highest fee ever, whatever it is. I had a lovely time with my family, two girls. I got married to Yavita, and wow, that was an amazing ceremony with Luke. All right, leave 
with Luke Sinclair and Stephen Brown as my best men. Okay, um, we we managed to go on a lovely two week holiday, whatever it is. Okay, so visualize the ending, the end in mind. Um, and again, it's very simple to do. Then put it in an envelope, and then um, put it in your diary to send to you, December. 2021 and then you get a shot I think, then you get a shot we need you, to um, when, when you open it and go hold oh, or when you receive and go that looks like my handwriting and you totally forgotten about it i think um i think we need to switch it up this year Stephen, because you're sat there you know not as busy as you have been so we're going to get people um should we give out your address your um your registered business address we'll get that we'll get them sent to you and then and then you can send them out next year for people yeah, if they want to do that, they're welcome to. We know you love a handwritten note. I did. I got I got a thank you card yesterday morning. It was lovely. It's so nice to receive. Really, really nice. So if you're not doing thank you cards, and actually make use of this quiet time as well with Christmas cards and stuff like that to your clients. Um, you know, great opportunity. Now start writing them, maybe 10 a day, whatever it is. You know, if you've got a huge customer base, start writing them, get them ready. Um, actually start thinking about your marketing plan for next year. You know, what are you going to do? For, well, actually start thinking about what you're going to do for Christmas this year, which I think we yeah. spoke about last year. But, you know, what are you going to do um, about other bits and pieces? So Valentine's, I don't know what that is. I dread to think what that is. Don't even know. Sharon, is <laughs> don't even know. <laughs> I, I, I freak when I get Sharon's name pop up on here. I just, I, I, I scroll through and add the captions and I'm just, God knows what captions coming next. Bless yeah. her. Yeah. Just <laughs> be careful with that photo. Be careful with that photo. Don't know what it is. Yeah. So what could what could people be doing now then, Stephen and Andy, for if things have gone a little bit quieter, what are the things that people should be thinking about between now and Christmas that they could be doing to be engaging in their community? Great question. Lord, well, first of all, um, we'll come back to the community, but speak to people about launching in 2021. I mean, I think we have a discussion. I can't remember. Did we have a discussion last week where you said you spoke to Rightmove? Yeah. They, the stats are going to be very different this Boxing Day to Christmas. Uh, yeah, um, mm. absolutely. And it'd be interesting to see if any of our listeners did actually reach out to their Right Move um, account managers to get their latest review of their performance and also what's going on in the market and to get those stats to help them. Um, again, are you then taking that information out with your market appraisals so that you can demonstrate to vendors why it is maybe the better time to launch in the new year as opposed to the traditional Boxing Day launch. So I think Abigail says that she's got her meeting tomorrow, which is great. Okay, um, thank you, Abigail. Well done. So do you think that you're, we're not going to see the surge in, 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 in Christmas traffic this year? Um, I don't think it was so much about this year, just in isolation. What right move? in in our report and i would imagine it's going to be the same is that the actual surge isn't boxing day the surge is the first second of january and the early part of january to get the most eyeballs um so is it sensible to readjust um your marketing strategy rather than focusing upon boxing day 
um, and now readjust it to early January so it coincides with January sales or something along those lines. And they provided data for the past two years to suggest January was the busier time. It's really, really interesting, isn't it? Because I launched, I remember those good old heydays when I was actually working. Um, last Christmas, I launched 16, 17, I think. Uh, so 13 new and four price uh, price aligned. Um, and really interesting, I sold 16 properties in January, which was nine or 10 higher than, than my nearest competitor. Um, so it, it, it's, it's about getting out of the blocks early. But I think there's a, there's another issue potentially this year as well. And if you cast your eye over Stephen's shoulder, what you'll see, where, what do you see in the corner? You know, people have had such a torrid year this year that, um, that, that I've seen Christmas trees popping up on Facebook already. Christmas decorations will date photos. Is it best, you know, should if you are thinking of selling, has anybody done a video? Um, that, that is reaching out to their audience to say, look, if you are thinking of selling, we need to really get your marketing collateral together in the next two weeks before the Christmas decorations go up. Is that an advisory video that we could be pushing out there to our to our database? Because I certainly know that the conversations that I've been having um, with potential clients over the last two or three days have all been geared up around, please don't put the Christmas decorations up um, until we've got um, you know our, 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 our marketing collateral together. That's, that's a video idea. That's a really good idea. I like that. Um, great suggestion. And actually, here's another question for our audience to get some more participation today. Um, who is going to be running a Do Not Disturb campaign this year? Okay, over Christmas, because that's something that works and has been working for years and years. Um, is that something people are going to do this year? Okay, is that something we can run a poll on? Um, real estate agents podcast on our page and ask a question and see who's running a do not disturb campaign this year or is it worth doing okay. yeah there you go. good point tom mcgee and there is a service that dr photo provide who we've had on the podcast before where if you want your front photos pimping up, pimping up with Christmas trees and snow, then they will su superimpose those onto your front photos. Again, it acts as a thumb stopper on, on your website, on social media. People look at it. Um, it's something different. Um, maybe if you're doing the, the festive boards, can they superimpose the festive board on the outside of the house um, for, for your marketing campaign? Um, just just as an idea, I mean, our festive boards go up uh, or start going up tomorrow and they'll be completed and all changed over by the end of by the end of next week. Um, and we've had to order. Uh, we've just ordered 100 extra boards because of the amount of properties that we've got out there this year compared to last year. Crikey. Okay. Do we think um, do we think we'll see Sean Adams uh, putting Father Christmas's house in the North Pole back on the Internet on uh, on, on right move this year? Do you think? Uh, I'm sure there's a few certainties in life. And one, is, one of them is John Lewis will always do a Christmas advert and Sean Adams will always post the North Pole house. Morning, morning, Sean. How are you? Morning, Harry. It's Christmas tree especially up for you, Harry. Okay. So you can talk about it. Oh, oh yes. There you go. Sean's doing it. There you go. And uh, Abigail, great question. So, again, let's all help Abigail out. You no. Know, are people who 
I'm going to close over Christmas. What are you going to be doing this same this year? What's your opening hours going to be? Are you just going to close full time? Are you going to take the furlough money over Christmas? Interesting. So again, let's comment. Luke, any thoughts about what you're doing over Christmas? Um, as normal, we close on the 20, last working day is the 23rd. We'll reopen on the 2nd. Um, we don't expect or ask colleagues to take it out of their annual leave entitlement. Um, the leads normally get picked up by the office managers um, and we're taken in turns. So these leads are dealt with for viewings, um, but we're not but we're not open. Our property management is on an emergency basis. So there's four or five members of the lettings team, so they share out the number of days. So they probably have one and a half days each of property management, so they may get a phone call. But in return for that, um, they get the Christmas break off to spend with their family, recharge the batteries and come back raring to go for uh, the 2nd of, 2nd of January. Going back when I was an agent many, many early years ago, we, um, we always used to open over Christmas, but have skeleton staff and do 10 o'clock to two o'clock and you ended up having to work one day um, out of the three, um, normally during that period. Um, we did a, Christmas, a deal over Christmas um, and that's why we were open. So um, we will see, so there you go. Abigail, we're the same as Luke, but I now have two VAs who will still be processing land. We do slightly shorter hours and do a rotor. I'm with you, Sean. I have a Haribo advent calendar to open. Just, uh, just on Abigail's post there with, with landlords and processing of payments, are we communicating with our landlords to explain to them that there may be a delay over Christmas because of the extra bank holidays? And we all have those landlords that ring in literally on the day the rent's due to say it's not in their account and yet it's only hit your account that same day. So I'm communicating with those landlords to advise them on typically, if they normally receive the payment on the 25th, they're then gonna get it on the 27th, 28th instead because of the, the banking system or, or, or however you do it. So again, just preempting that to stop those emails, but also just an opportunity even to pick up the phone and to ring them rather than sending them a message about it. Just wanted to let you know just in case you had to put things in place to cover the shortfall for the couple of days okay great cool thanks, great for, all your, thanks for all your engagement today it's been very good anything else gents no i mean I, i'm just interested in has um has anyone tried any new tech um out there at the minute i know there was an interesting conversation in one of the groups and it's been mentioned here about how michael looks at a certain return on any new uh pieces of tech um so what what, what are they finding is the best best piece of tech that they've got in in their business at the minute okay cool we're really engaging people today what's the matter with all of us best tech ever yeah pick up have conversations People still to rely on emails. Sean Adams, Christmas Day is a great day for prospecting, catching people together at home. <laughs> <laughs> it could be uh, actually look, you raised a great question earlier and we totally ignored your question, so I'm really sorry. But you you talked about um, what should we do with the community? Yeah. Uh, and we've got Kevin Ellis on here and Kevin's daughter Vicky um, does 
uh, an incredible job every Christmas, um, making dinner and for um, people in homes and stuff like that. So there's going to be a lot of people actually that can't get out. Um, can we, you know, as agents offer taking um, food to people that can't get out, taking Christmas dinners round and stuff like that? I think that will be a massive, massive help to people in the community. Massive help. Yeah. So we're um, we've connected up uh, and done videos, as I'm sure you've probably seen on social, um, to uh, help certain businesses in our community who have struggled in different ways um, and that we want to try and help highlight. One of those is uh, Terry and Pam at the Black Horse. They have pivoted, adapted, um, they've just done everything to to look after the community um, and each time it, it seems like Covid has dealt them a little bit of a blow. Um, but they are wonderful, wonderful people um, and I was speaking with Terry the other night and we are looking at the feasibility of getting local businesses and individuals who feel they would like to donate to donate um, and for us there's about four of us that uh, and, and then terry's um team at the black horse terry and pam's team at the black horse and we are looking at trying to get a cost price down on a nice sunday roast um, or Christmas dinner and getting, a, we, we, we are aiming to get a hundred of those delivered on the weekend before Christmas to those in the community that um, people recommend or would ordinarily be on their own. So um, yeah, that's something we're working on already. Kate, will you come on the show and just tell us quickly what QuickCast is and how it works? But thank you, I've never heard of that. Luke, you heard of um, QuickCast? No, no, something shiny and new to look at tomorrow so. send, send, send katie uh, a link see whether she can come on very very briefly because i've got a shoot nice picture harry absolutely love it love the glasses who was the one that um wore glasses like there's that a, there's a link um link in the comments was it Dennis katie. it was um Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Was it Mrs. Doubtfire or somebody else? Barry Humphreys, wasn't it? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think I've just been rejected again. Oh. Uh, used to that feeling on the Sunday. Katie morning. in your pajamas at 9.50. Come on. <laughs> Timmy Mallet, Timmy Mallet, Elton John. Some excellent yeah. suggestions coming in. Okay, guys, thanks ever so much for um getting together again sorry i uh, let you down last week i will be back again next week with you um looking forward are we going to go through the christmas so we are we having a break at christmas or are we going to plow through there's opportunity to plow through absolutely yeah, absolutely let's get time to sharpen your skills let, let's get festive let's get festive i want to see stephen dancing around in tinsel yeah just tinsel I prefer he put some clothes on as well. <laughs> I've got tinsel here somewhere. It's everywhere. Here you go. I'm going to get my tinsel now. <laughs> oh, stay safe. Keep warm and try and stay dry, Sharon. I know it's. Uh, I know you're not too far away from me, and it's absolutely tipping it down here. There you go. Uh, oh, lovely tinsel. Got my, got my tinsel all ready to go. What's your Grand Prix? 
have a great day thanks very much for watching. thanks for all your engagement this morning really appreciate it enjoy your sunday and um remember to join um stephen brown on tuesday with daniel spencer at half past seven in the morning an australian real estate coach and thursday with um peter rowlings um ex foxton's marks and parsons ceo so thanks very much for watching have a great day everybody bye yeah. bye bye jim's talking about